This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Monday.com, an amazing tool that allows you to work the way that work works for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and no guest today, another solo show. In fact, this is step three in the Marketing Hourglass, the customer journey series that I've done. So if you haven't checked out step one where I talk about the Marketing Hourglass as an overview or step two where I talk about content that powers each stage of the journey, you might want to check those out as well. Today I'm just going to do what I call a content planning workshop. It's just really a way for you to get into planning the right content. And by the way, I have a new book coming out, maybe out by the time you're listening to this, September of 2021, called The Ultimate Marketing Engine. And if you like what you hear when I talk about today, uh, you can actually go to theultimatemarketingengine.com and find all kinds of resources and worksheets and things that really go along with the content from these shows. So the right content's an awesome tool, no question about it. It can power every aspect of the marketing hourglass. Really, most content or most hourglass stages are powered by content, but there's one thing that I know. Producing content that you need to create <laughs> can be a lot of work. It's not an afterthought. So for a lot of businesses, they get this oh, content creation bug and they do it for a while and, and then it gets hard to maintain. So what I've discovered over the years is that it's a lot less work if it's well-planned. If you plan out your approach for uh, creating and executing on your content in advance, you're probably actually going to do it and it's actually going to drive your business goals. So <clears throat> the content, let's, let's, you know, let's break it down. It's everything. It's videos. It's your emails, it's uh, web pages, generally speaking, it's your social media. So uh, it, it falls into pretty much everything that you would be doing under marketing these days. But it also falls into a couple categories. And I, I look at them as channels. So content that you manage on your website. So things like blog posts and podcast episodes and landing pages and case studies. Content that's shared on other platforms. So this might be things that go on social media like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, live streams, articles, posts, with or without video. And then thirdly, content used to drive specific outcomes. So this might be email follow-up funnels, newsletters, promotions. Key difference there is that this third piece of content, type of content, is really all about sales leads and focused on sales leads and, and customers, not on generating awareness or prospects. So again, some of the things I'm going to talk about today, you'll be able to find some resources if you check out the ultimatemarketingengine.com. The first step is to come up with monthly themes and campaigns. So zoom out and take a really global look at, say, let's say an entire year. Now, we're going to break it down into the month, into the week, because that's ultimately when it gets done. But the planning process starts really as a year. 
I know it's hard for some businesses to think about that long-term approach, but you're just going to sketch it out globally, if you will. If you look at the entire year, I think you can think about and plan things like, obviously, holidays and seasonal aspects of your business. And maybe you have a, a, a product launch that uh, is coming. If you think about it globally, you can start thinking, okay, next quarter, we know we need to do X. Kind of annual planning <laughs> forces you to block out, maybe in some cases, entire months of content that you know you're going to need to focus on. So you're not just randomly thinking, oh, let's write this blog post. You know that you have a new product coming out, a, a new service coming out. That pretty much is going to take up all of your content producing for that month. So if you take each month and maybe give it a theme, I, I think you'll find that that's a way for you to then say, to, to make sure that you're focused on the important topics, the most profitable <laughs> things, the seasonal themes, the, the key problems that your ideal customers are trying to solve. Because frankly, that's all your content really needs to be about. You don't necessarily want to, in some cases, maybe you want to be seen as a thought leader, but most businesses need to produce or think about content that's going to pay long-term dividends. It's going to be something that salespeople can use. It's certainly going to be something that that allows you to build over time a library related to themes around your most profitable products and services. For example, a remodeling contractor. You might have themes for you know, kitchens, for baths, for additions, for color trends, outdoor spaces. A recruiting firm you know, might identify themes such as employee branding, outcome-based job descriptions, and interviewing techniques. And, and these themes are things that that the business obviously are very closely related to what the business does to generate revenue, but they're primarily chosen because uh, they're topics that will attract the attention of a readership of an ideal customer who maybe is just starting to look for the products and services that you sell. Now, you don't have to choose 12 themes just because they're 12 months. If you have five that are very solid, you can come back to them over and over again. It doesn't have to just be, oh, I need to think up some theme just because it's a different month. Now, once you compile your list of themes, depending on the time of year you're working on this, just start to map out monthly themes on the annual calendar. And then keep in mind the events, plans, launches, cycles, or campaigns that you already have in the works. So a new product launch or a holiday sale, in some cases that's enough of a theme for an entire month. So the monthly kind of document might never be uh, finished or it's certainly going to be rolling on, a, on, say, a quarterly basis. Now, the next thing that you want to think about is, okay, what are going to be, let's break the year down now to quarterly objectives and priorities. So b before you can really create a content calendar with any use, you first got to identify the point of your content. What are you producing all this stuff? What are you trying to achieve by producing content? If you don't have a firm grasp on what your right now goals are, it's hard to tie them to blog posts, webinars, and social posts, live streams, videos, really pretty much anything uh, that, that you need to be trying to do now. So here's the first question. What are the three most important goals or priorities you can identify for the next quarter. This is going to allow you to drill down into the actual content. Goals for the years, for an entire year, may be far different than goals for the quarter. For example, you may have a goal to launch a new product or service to a new market, which is great. That's in Q4 on the business plan, maybe. So this quarter, the goal of your content might very well be to start building an email list of people interested in a topic related to that new initiative. 
be very specific with this objective. Get your first 1,000 email subscribers, you know, to a new ebook, uh, something of that that nature. And that's really why the global sketch is important. Your objectives and priorities are really, sometimes cases, in some cases, dependent or incremental at least. So, some more examples. Let's say you want to launch a, a coaching program for your existing customer base. Put that on the global plan and then create a goal for this quarter to produce 50% of the content that maps to the customer's success track. You plan to help your new coaching customers travel. One more. Let's say you have a, let's say you want to double the number of your referrals, which is a great goal, of course. <laughs> so for this quarter, choose a content goal of adding two strategic partners, for example, that might actually then be able to be help you in that 50% uh, referral. All right, so <clears throat> you have your new initiative, and it's ready to launch this coming month. So your content strategy is to support the already determined objective of landing six new clients for your new initiative. So ideally, you'll want to brainstorm to come up with no more than three goals for your content for this quarter and really every quarter to come. And I really encourage you to stick with only three because if you get many more than that, it's hard. First off, it's hard to focus on them, but it's also hard to give it the content energy that you might need to really map it out. So now we're going to go into the what I call these. We were doing objectives and priorities. Now let's start planning content for that quarter. I think 90 days is a great planning window for most businesses, and it's really a great time to re review all of your goals uh, for the next few months. I, I think so So many times the, the, the primary objectives that you identify may indeed support a grand objective, but if you look closer at the content in quarterly windows, it's a great way to get focused on what needs to be done next. As a side note, you want to continue the quarterly process at least a month before the current quarter is over so that you have some time to run up to the next quarter. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. There are a lot of tools out there to help companies get work done. We recently switched over to a tool called Monday and we love it. At first I thought it was just a project management tool, but we use it in many ways to run our entire business marketing, sales, task management, even recruiting, and certainly project management. But what I love, the real difference with this one is that it has all these automations built in. So, so much of what we need to get done can be automated in a way that we don't have to keep paying attention. If something gets checked off a list, it gets marked, moved over to done, somebody gets notified. The automations are awesome. Check it out yourself at ducttape.me forward slash Monday. So with no more than three primary objectives, pull up uh, a sheet of paper. doesn't matter what it is. You can also find uh, some of these resources at uh, theultimatemarketingengine.com and start thinking in terms of content that would support each of your three objectives that you've stated already for the quarter. I know it's often tempting to think of this process strictly as a lead generation or conversion process, but really content powers every stage uh, of the journey, as you may have heard in a previous <laughs> podcast. So certainly think in terms of maybe as you're thinking about the content, think in terms of what stage of the journey that might go into. So let me give you an example. 
Another fictitious example, an author with a goal to double their email list. So they create an enticing piece of content for the quarter that includes a workbook full of exercises mapped to the seven stages they talked about in a lengthy blog post. Sound a little familiar? <laughs> Once people get to the page, there's, uh, they're, they're really sub- a reason to give their email address uh, to download the exercises they find there. So your job for that quarter, drive traffic to the page that uh, has a video featuring steps Cut it up into seven very short clips, one for each of the prescribed exercises, and then share those short clips and meaty quotes from the workbook on every social platform uh, where your ideal customers hang out and immediately start to move towards your original goal. So you have this content that you produce in one form. You produce it and put it in other platforms. You use it to power different stages of the journey. Now, once you have, again, the planning of the quarter, so we went globally, then we went down to quarterly, now we're going to go to monthly. This can be, the for most people, a, a, a monthly content calendar is pretty much as it seems. You take what you laid out in your strategy planning, put it in a time-based plan is what it amounts to. So what are the topics, promotions, planned events that, that are going to happen for the month? And then pretty much lock yourself into an execution plan. Because now you can, even though it is a month, now you can start thinking, okay, every Monday I have to do this or I have to do that. So the key here is that once you do this workshop, once you do the annual, once you get into and figure out how you're going to do the quarterly, the monthly kind of is just rolls out of what's obviously there in some cases and can be assigned. And the beauty of this is, This allows you, if you have this plan, a lot of people uh, don't get content that they need produced mainly because they come to Monday and it's an overwhelming idea to think, oh, what do we need to get done for this launch coming up? But when you have this plan and you at least commit to the plan, it makes it far easier to delegate. If you know what content you're going to need in three months from now, because you have a specific promotion on a plan, you can actually get somebody else to produce a lot of that content fairly reasonably. Certainly, you give them a time window that's going to work so that everybody can stay on plan. And I think that's one of the real values of planning in general, of mapping these things out. Now, <clears throat> there's one last part I want to cover, and that's the quarterly review. This is the part nobody talks about, but I think the success of any kind of content plan depends on measurement. You don't have to get all crazy data, but I think, of course, unless that's your thing, some people like doing that, but but I think you should establish a few ways to know if your content is moving you towards a goal. So you're producing all this content. I think a lot of times people really struggle because they feel like it's a lot of work and I don't know if it's working. So have a review process that, that really allows you to look at have use Google Analytics, set up what are called UTM codes. If you don't know what those are, tracking codes, look that up. It's a pretty simple way for you to to actually look at your analytics and say, gosh, I sent traffic from this social network and this amount of people, I I ran ads that sent people to this landing page and this amount of people (coughs) actually gave us their email address to download the ebook. If you're not tying that end-to-end together, first off, I don't believe that you'll stay committed to producing your content. But also what you might find out is, gosh, Facebook ads are a terrible way <laughs> for me to get uh, conversion. However, Facebook posts are a great way. So by tracking that, I think you actually can understand 
better what is working and not working. And that'll give you the motivation to A, stay with it, and B, maybe double down on the things that are indeed working. Planning process is something that is is great to do on a monthly basis, certainly great to then revisit on a quarterly basis, and have an annual kind of rolling plan so that the six months from now, what you're going to need or what you're going to focus on. And I am here to tell you, you will be so much more organized. And what that organization will do is it will make every bit of content that you produce far more effective. That's it for today. This is the end of my three-part Marketing Hourglass series that is a bit of a companion to the Ultimate Marketing Engine. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you'll check out theultimatemarketingengine.com. All right, so that wraps up another episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And you know we love those reviews and comments. And just generally tell me what you think. Also, did you know that you could offer the duct tape marketing system, our system, to your clients and build a complete marketing, consulting, coaching business, or maybe level up an agency with some additional services? That's right. Check out the duct tape marketing consultant network. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that offer our system to your clients tab. <laughs>